1: BLOB TALK RADIO everyone, and welcome to Speaking of Green. I am your hostess, Beth Bond, curator of sustainable news at Southeast Green, and today we are talking light, but not any kind of light. We are talking LED light. So I want to introduce you to Mike Watson, and Mike Watson is Um, to him, it means innovation only matters if it's meaningful and it requires equal parts of ingenuity and action. His unique ability to balance technology development with consumer needs has been instrumental in driving Cree's climbing position as the world's fastest growing lighting company and the most innovative company in energy. That's according to Fast Company in 2015. Technology disruption is embedded in his DNA, built on a foundation of engineering strategic innovation and commercializing new technologies. As VP of Product Strategy at Cree, Mike blends relentless problem-solving with market-driven insight. To advance customer experience and drive Cree's mission of 100% LED adoption, Mike pioneered Cree's disruptive entry into the consumer light bulb market, which has been a pivotal transforming LED technology from a novelty into a household name. Now he's using brand marketing strategies to enable widespread demand for LED technology. In addition to his contributions to Cree, Mike is also a startup founder and patent holder for wireless. Welcome, Mike.
0: Thanks, Beth. It's a great great to be here.
1: So I'm I'm excited because you know according to this you're the guy right you're you're the guy who owns a patent and and understands <laughs> how all this works so LEDs have been around um, I mean well they've been around for a really long time but it feels like they've just taken off in the last 24 months am I right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Actually, commerci- commercially, I mean, LED's been around for for many, many years, probably about 30 years. But in the consumer market space, really for the last two years is when we've heard more about them. And that that really started with the launch of our Cree LED bulb back in March of 2013. It kind of was a game changer at that time.
1: So LED is, you know, one of those techie acronyms. What does it stand for?
0: LED is light-emitting diode. It's a solid-state form of light.
1: And how does it differ from a compact fluorescent or an incandescent?
0: Well, it differs in, in many ways, and as a solid-state form of light, basically what it does is, it, in simple terms, it takes electricity in, so it turns electrons into photons, which are forms of light. And if you look at compact fluorescent or incandescent, you know, let's start with incandescent, it essentially is is a wire that when you put electricity into it, it becomes an amazingly efficient heater, which is why you burn your hand when you put your hand on an incandescent bulb, but it's only about 10%. 10% efficient as a light source, and um, the light comes from the fact that the wire is heated to the to the point that it produces white light. Um, with compact fluorescent, it really is a ballast technology. It takes an inert gas and uh, and mercury and um, sends electricity through it to create a form of light. So, not as efficient as LED. It's uh, it's both a combination of mechanical and chemical. Uh, form of light and what's really neat about light emitting diodes or LEDs is that it really is simple solid state physics the same type of thing that you have in your PC and you know your your phones and everything like that but instead of being a semiconductor that, that sends data it's a semiconductor that cha- generates light um, and so it's very very efficient light source it's uh, easily in the consumer space 80 to 90% more efficient than, a, than an incandescent form probably about 30% more efficient than CFL um, but better in every way, better light, better for the environment, and uh, lasts longer, um, as well as saves energy.
1: Well, I always tell people there's a reason you could bake cakes with an incandescent bulb in that easy-bake oven, and now we know why. Um, Exactly. (laughs) So, but I'm I'm very interested in, so clearly much more efficient, and why why does, and, and it lasts, I mean, when you say it lasts a lot longer, I mean, it really lasts a lot longer. Why is that?
0: It really, Well, it goes back into being a solid state material because it's not a mechanical, there's not a mechanical failure, point of failure, or, or uh, a chemical point of failure or anything like that. And so semiconductor materials last a long time. In fact, the LED chip itself... Um, the ones that we put into our our commercial and consumer lights actually are have projected lifetimes into the millions of hours. But uh, when you put it into a system like a light bulb, um, our latest LED light bulbs are spec to last 27 years or 27,000 hours, with 1,000 hours of use being typical for an average light bulb in a home. Um, that's that's 27 times what an incandescent lasts, and it's purely because it doesn't have the types of mechanical or or, or physical Uh, forms a failure
1: so in some ways it's sort of like you're buying in bulk right it's like instead of buying you know because it's like we have this push as consumers to 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 buy bigger so we don't have to shop as much kind of thing so in this way you're 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 not necessarily buying bigger light but you're buying better light so you don't have to shop as much
0: that, that's exactly it. I mean, you were buying better light, and that's the, the point that Cree wants to make specifically, which is it's replacing an incandescent light with a product that's worse is not attractive for the consumer. This is just better. It's better light. It lasts longer. It saves you energy. And I like I say, tell me a product that's 7 or $8 that pays for itself in about a year and then pays you for another 25 it's, uh There's no real product like that out there, and it's a great investment for for anyone.
1: Well and I think in so I, I in my personal experience there's a couple of advantages over compact fluorescents. One is I found that um all compact fluorescents are n- not created equal nor are LEDs I'm sure. And but there mm-hmm. were like they were um fixtures in my home I could not use compact fluorescents. But so I got LEDs and now I'm like well when I move I think I'm going to actually take them with me
0: it's you're not you 're not the only one everyone has that type of feeling and it's becoming more prevalent really we're we're trying to change the category from what was a disposable commodity that no one thought about to a to a durable good and and when you say things like that, it makes me kind of smile and laugh because that's what a durable good is you take something that you take your TV the last while you take anything the last while with you and and this is a this is a product that has value it's a better form of light it lasts a long time, and you might as well take the savings with you if you move
1: right now a lot of you know it's funny because um i'm I'm not that way we were talking about social media adoption how i hop on as fast as i can when new platforms come out but a lot of people don't like change and with light bulbs one of the one of the things i heard out in the community was they didn't like the quote-unquote color of the leds can we talk a little bit about that
0: Sure. I mean we can talk about a lot of that is, um, from a marketing standpoint, it's it's a perception that we we have to fight all the time. In reality, LED technology can be tuned to any form of white. In fact most people don't understand that white light is actually a range of colors and if you if you look at something like the sunrise and sunset, the sun rises at an orange glow and it sets at an orange glow and it goes into a cooler white at noon. Um, and that's the whole spectrum of white light. So, in in technical terms, that's from basically 2,000 degrees Kelvin or 2,200 degrees Kelvin to you know into six or seven thousand degrees Kelvin. The reality is you can you can create led technology to be any color in that spectrum but the early forms of leds that that consumers saw were i'll say christmas tree lights or um the the really bad lights that you see on pocket rockets in the in the street that had that kind of really bluish uh, type of light, a really harsh blue type of light. And so consumers grew up to believe that LED equals that color of light and it's not true. The reason that Christmas tree lights or those those street lights for cars were that way is because the cooler form of LED light is cheaper. And so just to be putting something cheaper um, out as light is what created the perception that LED is a bad color light. The reality is you can and should, and we do, tune it to exactly what the consumers expect. In the Creole LED bulbs, we absolutely mimic not just the light color of an incandescent, but the way the light comes out of an incandescent by, by mimicking the, the center glow that comes out of a filament. And so you can, if you are careful and you care about the consumer, create light that mimics exactly what they see, exactly Exactly what they ex- expect and have very very high quality light
1: and I, so i i want to i want to touch about on that a little bit more the other thing that i'm seeing is, is is the the driven the consumer driven side is is there's more and more options not only to the color of the light but like dimmables and things like that am i right
0: no, you're absolutely right. So um, it's again uh, with an LED technology, you can. Let's start with uh, kind of the history where we are right now. We're we're in a replacement phase, right? So they're in the U.S. alone, there's five billion um, of these A-type light bulbs, and those those light bulbs, as incandescent, they did really two pr- two things primarily. They provided nice nice high quality light, and they allowed f- for dimming, right? And so what we have done in this phase of the led replacement um, era is try to mimic and replace exactly what people see which is that shape right looks like a light bulb lights like a light bulb but provide the benefits that they'd never had before in lifetime and energy savings but you could not deter or take away from that kind of experience people had with light but if as you look out of the future with led technology LED technology can tune the light it can It can dim in very creative ways. You can actually do color changing if you want to do color changing. You can sculpt light into um unique forms and, and and provide different lighting experiences. And so as we move over time from uh from kind of a replacement phase of lighting to l- really unleashing the immense power of LED technology, then consumers will be fascinated and and, and find new uses and, and and forms of light um over time in their life.
1: Now I want to shift a little bit over to the business side um because a, that's where my audience is, and B, there's, there's real opportunity for businesses to achieve money, but there has been sort of a stall in the adoption. Can you talk a little bit about that?
0: Yeah, abs- absolutely, and I, I want to kind of segment this between the commercial lighting and, and the consumer side, because there's a different motivation there. On, on the commercial side, I think the adoption is taking off faster than than on the consumer side, and that's primarily because when you look at businesses, the amount of money that can be saved is is amazing. If you if you take a look at um, and the amount of light used. is is also amazing in a commercial um, application. About 20% of all the electrical consumption in a commercial uh, use is lighting. And so if you just take a look at the fact that you can take 20% of your electricity bill and save between 50 and 70% of what you're paying now, um, the, the amount of savings to a business is enormous. And the way the business is run isn't so much based on an upfront cost, it's really on a payback cost. So they make the investment because the payback is fast and it saves them money for years and years and years. When it comes to a consumer... The upfront cost is actually a burden, right? So even though they might know that um, it's financially wise to take, a, a, you know, bulbs they used to be buying for a dollar a piece, and now they're paying five, six, seven dollars a piece. Um, that if there's 20 or 30 bulbs in a home, you can imagine that that upfront cost can be significant for for people. And so, um, getting over that that upfront cost burden is is a bigger challenge for a consumer than it is for a business, but the savings are enormous actually, the consumers can save even more on a percentage basis because it literally is eighty to ninety percent savings from what they 're using today and um, so what has to happen is a combination of things the the cost is has been coming down um, uh, the initial cost has been coming down the quality of the products in our case are going up what we 're worried about is the rest of the industry basically creating products that are inferior to bring that cost down, and then consumers will be disillusioned, very much like they were with compact fluorescent. As you mentioned Why? before, compact fluorescent technology didn't have to be bad. It was made bad because of the industry trying to drive cost down to parity with, with incandescent. And in doing that, they created an infer- inferior form of light, and consumers won't adopt an inferior form of light. So what we choose to do is is – Continue to work on improve, improving performance and creating better light, um, but at the same time, lowering the cost so that we, we lower that barrier. And we do it th- both through the cost of our product, but also through working with utilities and, and implementers around the country to rebate. In over half of the locations at Home Depot where we sell our bulbs, our, our bulbs are rebated. And you can buy a Cree LED bulb as low as 97 cents. Rebated in some locations in the country, and typically our 797 bulb is between 397 and 497 rebated. So we're we're trying to address that upfront barrier um, in more creative ways for the consumer. But in the end, um, the savings is immense, and and we and in the industry should do anything we can to try to help eliminate that upfront barrier.
1: Now, now you've got me excited because you just said the magic word rebate. So, yeah. I know how like I know I know um for businesses if they're doing electro uh, retrofits that your utility has a rebate program. I know that we have energy efficiency rebates available to consumers. Um but I didn't know that that counts for bulbs too. How what's a I know everybody's a little different, but is there sort of like an easy sort of like way to find out about those rebates?
0: Yeah, yeah. the easy well, – well, for us, I think the easy way is, um, for example, if we go into homedepot.com home slash Cree, which is where all the Cree bulbs are online – um And just enter your location, you will see whether our product is rebated, so that 's the easiest way of determining where you 're located, whether the rebate applies and um like I said, about half of the country is covered uh for for rebates The other half we keep working on the upfront cost. so we 've taken our initial cost on on the bulb when we launched it two years from thirteen ninety seven and it 's now seven ninety seven so we keep working on that as well for the places that are not rebated but um the easiest way is just to go online. Either with your utility, and or um, on the Home Depot site for Cree, and see whether the rebate applies.
1: So, and I don't, I don't want to date the the episode too much because this, you know, lives on an in infamy. But um, this would be the the gift that keeps on giving, Dad. Right. So maybe, <laughs> exactly. yeah. Maybe the Dad gets some LEDs this year underneath the tree.
0: You know, that's it's funny that you say that. Um, we get so many people um, co- coming to us and talking to us about this is a perfect stocking stuffer. We've had some magazines cover us on that. And it really, it, it, as funny as it sounds, it's not the most romantic stocking stuffer, but it really is a very practical and economical stocking stuffer and fun. And you'd be surprised how much fun people have with uh, getting a, a bulb in their stocking.
1: Well, and... Um well, I, yeah, and you know, I think I think that's what's great about stocking stuffers is is sort of the, you know, what the heck is it or, you know, who would have thought kind of thing. The the other thing that I think is sort of interesting about LEDs that um a lot of people don't think about is there's there's an efficiency in regards to uh um especially for businesses and churches cuz we just we actually just had all our bulbs replaced in our chandeliers in the sanctuary with LEDs, and mm-hmm. the efficiency comes from man hours and risk of reducing these bulb, you know, re- replacing the bulbs. So they were climbing up um, and, are, I should say, lowering chandeliers, you know, once every three months to replace bulbs, and they have not had to do it once since we installed, and it's been over a year now.
0: No, exactly. I mean, that's one of the things that when you say, I I say when it lasts 27,000 hours or 27 years, um, that means you, you don't have to once a year or once every few months go up on a ladder anywhere, whether it's ten feet or, or fifty feet, um, and change it. And so, just the you know el- eliminating that risk and pain um, is is a side benefit that's worth noting, and and it's one that um, as more and more people adopt, they start valuing valuing greatly. In some of our marketing, we we kind of. Uh, uh point point that out and we've we you know we've pointed out the poor poor we feel bad for the poor people selling ladders because maybe their sales will go down or as ours go up and we're happy about that but uh kind of feel apathetic <laughs> for the ladder sales people <laughs> so.
1: well, that's that's a great point i didn't even think about it. that's pretty funny i'm pretty sure there's still limbs and, and gutters to be up. <laughs>
0: exactly exactly <laughs>
1: but um well, and that's funny because I was just thinking we've got a new joke. We've got a new joke. How many people does it take to change an LED? Nobody knows. <laughs>
0: Nobody knows exactly.
1: <laughs> they last forever. So, um, but I mean, I mean, really, if, it, if a bulb lasts 27 years, ostensibly there are people who will never change their lights again.
0: Absolutely, and that's an experience that we we love. Actually, I, I think that we internally have fun and make you know little internal type of ads about uh, the first the first complaint coming 27 years ago about the bulb dying. They never knew bulbs died, so it, it it's going to be a. <laughs> It's going to be a new generation of kids. And if you think about this, Beth, the, the funny thing about LED lighting or and this change and transformation that's happening right now is lighting is the last mega industry to flip to solid-state technology. It's the only application that hasn't changed generationally. And if you look at things like PCs or tablets or phones or cameras or or, or anything like that, the experience that your children or your parents and your grandparents have had with those technologies is fundamentally different for each generation right my child doesn't know anything about you know touch tone dialing or rotary dialing or or you know analog phones of any kind and uh but with lighting it's completely different every one of us has the same experience it's a replacement bulb that's been around for about 130 years um And has fundamentally not changed and um so this is the first time that we're gonna get to look at generational experience difference in experience with with the technology and and I'm pretty excited about that
1: yeah it's i mean, that's why I love what we do at Southeast Green because yeah. although you know there's there's certainly a very large human side to the story of sustainability and in fact that's what's driving sustainability most of most of what's happening to drive that sustainability is new technology right people when when i first started reporting for southeast green they thought they had to give up i'm like no 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 it's not about giving up it's about rethinking and wasting less you know it's it has nothing to do with giving up
0: absolutely it does not and in fact if you look at the way cree goes about um you know our mission and, and you mentioned at the beginning our mission is 100% you know adoption of led lighting um, but, if you look at the way we go about that externally and market to to consumers, whether they 're real consumers or commercial consumers, nothing that we do talks about um green and clean, and yet we 're one of the greenest and cleanest technologies anyone can adopt but the reason we we do that is uh because unfortunately the the concept of green and clean to consumers has they 've been conditioned to believe it 's expensive and bad right and um and the whole issue here is we we're better. It's better light, right? It's actually right. fundamentally better in every way. It lasts longer. It saves you money. It pays for itself. The light quality is, is better. And so we believe consumers should only adopt something that's fundamentally better than the technology that it's replacing. If you don't do that, then then our mission can't be fulfilled. And I think You know, CFL proved that trying to to go with something that was green and clean and actually did save energy. Right, the the one promise it fulfilled is is it saves energy, but it fails in every other way. It's worse for the environment. It's bad light. It didn't turn on fast. It doesn't dim at all, and if it dims, it dims poorly. And um, we don't want to condition consumers to believe that something as green and clean as an LED bulb is actually expensive and bad, because it's not. It's just simply better for them. And that's the way you make kind of this transformational change. And we're dedicated to better light in, in every form. And it must be better light for the consumer, um, and in our tagline light a better way, because that's what we truly believe. It's in our DNA. It's what we do every day.
1: That's awesome. I I'm going to throw you a bit of a curveball, but and and you, you have you have my permission not to answer it, but I was at an event and somebody was saying um whatever whatever there whatever there was something in an LED and there wasn't enough of it to light the whole world. Do you have any comment on that?
0: Something in an LED and not enough of it to light the whole world?
1: Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: Okay. You know, I mean, comment on it. I I think that um I I have to take an assumption on what that comment was related to, but I'll I'll say there's plenty of there's plenty of photons and LEDs to light the entire world many times over. So um, I would kind of yeah I I would argue that that's not true. I think um, what what I think is being said is is really when you look at creating any form of light there is a built-in expectation in the consumer and so if you don't meet that expectation and in this case it sounds like um, it's someone that has bought a product that doesn't appear to be or isn't as bright as what it was replacing um and uh that doesn't have to be true in fact there's there's amazingly efficient technology out there if you look at, at at what's been done in this category like we we, as a company, broke the three hundred lumen per watt barrier about a year ago. Um, we broke really what the Department of Energy thought was a theoretical maximum of two hundred and fifty lumens per watt. We can get um we we can get and do light entire floors of buildings. Um, from 20, 30, 40, 50 feet up with a single um, LED component, and so you certainly can get a lot of light out of an LED. We have LED components that put out more than 10,000 lumens from a single from a single chip, or, or a single component, and um, there's plenty of light to go around. The key is. Uh, are you as a company dedicated to meeting and exceeding the expectations of a consumer? Because if you don't, then these types of perceptions get built up and and create kind of a, a bad name and, and uh, unnecessary hurdle for the technology and everyone else that wants to provide this, this benefit to consumers.
1: Right. Thank you for answering that. And I think that will allow me to stand up and... Next time that comes up somewhere. Um, all right, we have one minute left, <laughs> so I want to know what's next for Cree.
0: You know what's what's next for Cree is we still have the same mission. We're we're at a at an industry of about in the consumer space about two three percent adoption of LED lighting, about ten percent or less uh, on the commercial space. And what's next for us is continuing to make the light better, the light more cost effective, um, and um, start showing you some other benefits. For example, it, you know, taking LED technology and making it better in different ways. For example, we have a technology called SmartCast um, in our commercial space. And SmartCast is the integration of occupancy and light sensors so that in a building, You actually can take something that's about, you know, 50% more efficient than a fluorescent tube and save 70% more light by having it only on when it needs to be on at a light level that needs to be because it intelligently monitors the light coming from the outside ambient and knows when and where people are, so the light's only on when it needs to be on. So coupling that that type of technology, which is another form of solid-state technology with LED, makes things even more efficient and a better user experience for the consumer, whether it's consumer or commercial. So we're we're moving that direction.
1: Awesome. Hey, Mike, thank you so much for your time. I'm so glad we got to do this. You have total permission as long as you quote me to use that LED light bulb joke. And, Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Um, I'm just, I am just. I really appreciate your time because this has really helped me understand and I'm sure my audience understand better about the, the potential of LEDs. So we wish you all the best of luck with Cree and have a great holiday season.
0: Same to you, Beth. It's been a pleasure.
1: Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So, so I'm excited. I, I was excited about my LEDs. Now, I am definitely a person who's like, replace what you have. So I do have a bunch of complex fluorescence for us for us it's hanging out. But they will all be replaced with uh LEDs as, as I move forward because um I have really enjoyed the lights that I have in my bathroom and it sort of tickles me to think I'll never have to replace them again. So hey, um we are hoping that um everyone has a great holiday season and, um, for those of you who don't know um I have been periscoping if you're on periscope, I'm not as as uh consistent as I am with the tweeting, but um, hope you'll check us out on Periscope. just follow Beth s e Green. And hopefully we are going to be back on the air on a more regular basis in 2016. Um, we're working on that. Um, I know many of you have missed the, the regular episodes. So thanks so much to everyone for their support, and we'll look forward to seeing you in 2016. We're signing out with Jeff Hicks and the Heretics, Lisa Beach. plus.